0: Hello, everybody! Welcome once again to the most must-hear podcast: Big Mouth, Small Words, Sports Talk. Guess what? We're not talking real talk. We're not talking NFL. We're not talking Celtics. We're not talking Bruins. What the hell are we going to talk about? What do you guys want to talk about? I'll tell you. We're going to talk about wrestling. WWE. We're going to talk about tables, ladders, and chairs review. So if you don't want any spoilers, don't keep listening. But I've got to just go over this because I actually watched the whole event. And I'm going to skip over some gla- some glasses matches. And uh, yeah, so I'm going to review this. All in all, it was all right, but I'll let you know. So it starts with the finals of the Mixed Match Challenge. And... For those of you that don't know, it's basically they're trying to promote Facebook Watch or whatever. And they have, like, mixed gender, like a guy and a girl fighting a guy and a girl. And they do this tournament. And the winners get to be the 30th entrant into the Royal Rumble. Those of you that know me know I love the Royal Rumble drinking game. I go for it every year. It is the best. It is the best. Right before my birthday all every year. So it's great. And, uh... Yeah, so this is the worst. (laughs) This is like that scene out of The Office where Michael Scott, this is the worst. They make a big deal about it. Starts with a bunch of great, amazing superstars. Ends up with Carmella and R-Truth versus Jinder Mahal and Alicia Fox. What in the actual fuck happened here? I don't know what the fuck they're thinking. I hate everything. The match was four minutes long. It was four minutes too long. Carmella and R-Truth win. And now they're the 30th entrance. I guess Carmelo deserves to be the 30th entrant. The fact that our truth is the 30th entrant, that I know that. I look forward to the 30th entrant. And now I don't, and that blows. I'm going to try to keep this as short and sweet as I can. New Day versus the Usos versus the Bar. Love the New Day. Love the Usos. Love the Bar. Match was all right. Uh, they fight each other too much. They need to get some new tag teams in there. There was really no story in this match. There was really not a lot of drama. And uh, basically, Sheamus hits the bro kick one two three. The bar still champs. They got to shake up the tag team division. That, that it was an all right match. If you like to see a bunch of crazy moves, I guess it's it's it was okay. It wasn't good. I I didn't love it. It was whatever. Baron Corman versus Strowman. So the big thing about this match was the stipulation for the match is that if Strowman won he gets to fight lesnar at the royal rumble for the championship and if baron corbin wins then he becomes the general manager of raw so Strowman comes out his arms all fucked up you knew he wasn't going to be able to wrestle because his arm really is messed up so then he comes out in a slang talk shit has a bunch of guys help him because it's a tables, ladders, and chairs match, which means it's no disqualification. So Finn Balor, uh, Apollo, Cruz, Bobby Roode, Chad Gable—they all come in with chairs, beat the bag out of Baron Corbin, give him a good fucking squeegeon, and then Kurt Angle comes out, Angle slams him. It was all very random. It was all whatever. I mean, it was it wasn't amazing. It wasn't. It was fine. <laughs> and uh, Strowman wins one, two, three. So Strowman's gonna fight Lesnar at the Royal Rumble, which is fucking badass. So I'm cool with that. Uh, then you had Drew McIntyre versus Finn Balor. Um, so by this point in the night, it had a pretty good start. It was the best match of the night so far from what the trash I was watching before. Uh, it was good. It could have been better. It, Drew McIntyre is such a great talent and Finn Balor is such a great talent. You just almost assume that like a match like that could potentially kind of try to steal the show. But it was fine it wasn't great Finn Balor won which is surprising I feel like they should build up Drew McIntyre a lot more Dolph Ziggler got involved at one point and made it so that Finn could win so obviously they're all gonna feud now it's gonna be this big fucking triple threat which to me is a waste of all three of their talents uh don't love it it's whatever Rey Mysterio fought Randy Orton in a chairs match it fucking blew I'm not even counting that as a match um then you had Nia Jax versus Ronda Rousey it was 11 minutes and I liked it all every 11th minute I loved everything about it it was a legit match um it never bored me Ronda hit some big spots Nia Jax looked strong even though Nia Jax lost because we all know Ronda Rousey is going to win but Nia Jax looked at moments like she could win like they were going to pull off some crazy upset and um you know Ronda hits an armbar and wins but It was a good 11 minutes. After watching all the trash that I had watched, it was a solid 11 minutes. I liked the match. It was awesome. Um, Then you had AJ Styles versus Daniel Bryan for the uh, WWE Championship. This match was 25 minutes, and in all honesty, it could have went on for an hour, and it would have been fine to me. Solid match. Two great competitors. Um, You know, anytime you get two great wrestlers like that, you're going to have a good match. Uh, The crowd was not surprisingly super into it. When I was watching it, I was kind of surprised about it because it was a solid match. I know they didn't do anything that's going to make your jaw drop, but I mean, I don't know. I thought it was fine. Lots of counters. I was surprised at the finish of the match. It was a little anticlimactic the way that they ended it, but I think they're leading up to probably something else. Um, They had teased a lot in the match that, the ref was going to get hit with something or that something crazy was going to happen, but then it never actually did, which makes me feel like in the future that will happen. Um, So Daniel Bryant, basically the end of the match was AJ Styles rolls him up in a small package and then uh, Daniel Bryant counters it. One, two, three, pins him clean in the ring. A little anticlimactic, but whatever. The new Daniel Bryant wins. That's fine. I don't hate it. It's whatever. Do you want to know what I do hate though? Do you want to know what really grinds my gears? Seth Rollins versus Dean Ambrose. Seth Rollins has probably been one of the best wrestlers that I've watched in a long, 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 long time, and he has been a great Intercontinental Champion, crushing it. He regularly on Monday Night Raw is match of the night, and this should have been the match of the night. They make this massive feud where the shield Dean Ambrose Seth Rollins Roman Reigns they're the shield and they everybody loves the shield and it's a big deal Dean Ambrose turns on Seth Rollins but this is what kills me it's tables ladders and chairs it's tables fucking ladders and chairs which means that I'm used to the rock versus mankind beating the fuck out of each other going nuts getting it going there are certain nights in the WWE where it can be a little more brutal and this is when it had to happen I mean, Dean Ambrose is literally turns his back on this guy, fucks him over, and then talks shit about Roman Reigns, who actually is in a struggle with leukemia. I mean, he brought that up and that should have made this fight insane. I thought these guys were going to beat the fucking holy hell out of each other. And at one point in this match, the crowd chanted like, this is boring. Are you fucking with me right now? Hit the friggin' shit out of each other with a chair. Beat the bag out of each other with some ladders. They're having a wrestling match. It's a feud match. This should have been brutal. This should, People should have been victimized in this match. And you're doing fucking suplexes. And God, it was the worst. It was the fucking worst. I can't believe Seth Rollins put on that match it was so bad like you want to make if you're gonna and then on top of it all dean ambrose wins which fine you want to give dean ambrose the intercontinental title that's fine have him fucking earn it have it be match of the year like that such a missed opportunity such a horrible awful match god damn it like fuck fuck both of them so that, that was the worst that was pretty bad Then you had Charlotte Flair versus Oscar versus Becky Lynch for the SmackDown Women's Championship. You knew it was going to be a solid match. You knew it was going to be good. I loved it. I thought it was the match of the night. It was pure action the whole time. Charlotte hitting the fuck out of people with kendo sticks. Oscar hitting the shit out of people with kendo sticks. Um... Ladders, Charlotte goes through a table, Charlotte spears Oscar through the fucking side of the... The fucking next to the ring over there, the apron. I mean, it was... Becky Lynch jumps off a table, or jumps off a fucking ladder through a table, puts Charlotte through the table. The whole match was pretty good. It was was somehow more brutal than the Dean Ambrose versus Seth Rollins match, which is unbelievable. But uh, all in all, it was a great match. The only thing... You know... Alright, so I'm just trying to gather my thoughts of of, of this match. Because this was the best match on the card. And uh, at one point, everything's going on. They've got two ladders next to each other. You've got uh, Becky and Charlotte on one of the ladders. Oscar's on the ground. She's had the bag beat out of her. And... Ronda Rousey comes in the ring because she has a feud with Charlotte and with Becky and pushes the ladder, knocks both of them off and then Oscar goes up gets the belt. I have no problem with it because it sets up a feud with Ronda later and it sets up it still makes Charlotte and Becky look like they're strong. I would have liked to have seen Becky hold the championship for a little longer because I think she deserves it. But Oscar how the hell does she not deserve it? The whole crowd went nuts. And now I don't want to hear anybody saying, oh, nobody likes baby faces. Like, no one. Listen, Asuka's as baby fucking face as it gets. She just hangs out. She just puts on great matches. And that's all she does. And it's about time she got hers. She should have had it earlier. Like, she had her streak broken at WrestleMania to Charlotte Flair. And Charlotte didn't need it at the time. And listen, Asuka deserved it. That's fine. Good for her. So all in all, I'm at 11 minutes, so I'll cut it. I'll cut it down. I'll cut it short. Overall, I would give this pay per view a 6.8 out of 10. I didn't want to give it a seven because it just honestly didn't deserve it. Seven would be a decently solid event. Um, for this one, I mean, basically it's three three matches on the card, and the rest of it's whatever. I mean, if you want to watch this pay per view, I would watch Charlotte versus Oscar versus Lynch. Daniel Bryan versus AJ Styles and Ronda versus Nia Jax. Other than that, I mean, if you had to watch a fourth match, don't, because <laughs> it's not, it's not good. It was the rest of the card was very eh. Maybe maybe the New Day and the and the bar and the Usos. I don't know. Um, so all in all, it was an all right one. I'm hoping and praying and begging you guys make the Rumble great make the don't fuck there's two events you can't fuck up don't fuck up the royal rumble and don't fuck up wrestlemania okay please let's just stick with that so that is my review tables ladders and chairs